Welcome, welcome to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis, where every day I aim to bring you the latest in UFO reports and other fascinating stories from around the globe. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2018, and on Fridays, tonight at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, Join me on my talk show, The Outlander, where I answer your emails, take your calls, and interview some intriguing guests. Tonight, I have Marie D. Jones, and we are going to be speaking on one of her many books. And just go to HeidiHollis.com for more information, and IRNChat.com to chat, interact, and listen live to The Outlander Show. Blasting off with some UFO reports that I randomly grab and do not edit so I may trip, flip, and stutter because I'm trying to make sense of the English language. <laughs> oh. Okay, anyways. Uh, UFO sighting in Miami, Florida. This occurred February 2nd, 2018. This is a real deal, they explain. Orbs, disc, and boomerang shapes coming 50 to 60 a night past two weeks. Military choppers and boats as well. Well, we've got a parade going on here. This person says in more detail, Okay, for the last two weeks, Miami is being inundated with UFOs and many nights see Coast Guard choppers and helicopters with no lights buzzing the UFOs, boats in Biscayne Bay with no lights, and I've heard military jets multiple times. I live on 33rd floor of a Miami high-rise and look straight north over Biscayne Bay with unobstructed views. Well, that must be gorgeous. Starting two weeks ago or so, we started seeing whitish orbs basically popping up in the sky out of nowhere. For the past few days, they are popping up further north and sometimes northeast over the ocean, moving very slowly to about 150th to 41st north and the middle of Biscayne Bay. Then they hover for 5 to 30 minutes at an altitude of approximately two to 4,000 feet, moving occasionally up or in other directions when commercial aircraft are coming their direction then going stationary again. Well, at least they get out of the way, right? That's a good thing. When they move out of view, they start moving from hovering position to the west towards the city or south over my building and climbing, sometimes very high, then out of view. I have a ton of video and still shots showing this and from directly underneath. From underneath, they show different structural make uh, I'm sorry, makeup, maybe three or four different types of disc, tube, boomerang, and some other shapes I cannot discern. Never, never do they make a sound. Completely silent. They only make out at dusk, or come out. <laughs> I said make out. I'm seeing cross-eyed. They only come out at dusk and continue throughout the night. These are not lanterns as they hover, then move in different directions other than with the wind and at times zigzag out of commercial traffic's way. Not drones either. Whatever is going on is the real deal and needs to be investigated immediately. 50 to 70 per night and only at night. I'll send some video and stills but have much more 
if you need to see. Okay, guys, we got to check this one out. This is just too big of a juicy one, right? I am clicking. Let's see. Oh, please let it be there. Oh, move on. Let you have left them. Oh, there's video. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Do I choose the second one or the first one? Let's go to the first. Mm, let's see. Hitting play. Okay. All right. Come on. Oh. 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 This guy and his wife are chatting about what it is that they're seeing. Oh my goodness, you guys. Like, this is pretty fantastic footage. Dot, dot, dot. And more dots. <laughs> and the husband's like, hey, Josh, you want to see some UFOs? Come here. He's knocking on his door. <laughs> on his kid's door. Oh, you guys, you, okay. I have goosebumps. You know, and this is somebody that lives there and looks across the water all the time is able to discern if this is typical or not. And you guys, these are really kind of fantastic looking phenomena popping around. Something to check out. UFOheadlineNews.com. I have the links. There's a couple of videos. I didn't see the second one, but I just may have to dib and dab in it and take a feel. All right. <laughs> Cop a feel. <laughs> UFO sighting in Bella Rose, New York. This occurred February 12, 2018. The object was hovering in the southeast sky. Hard for me to say the distance or size of the object that was hovering and flashing several colors. Then it slowly descended towards the south-southeast. Hmm. The object was hovering in the southeast sky. Hard for me to say the distance or size of the object. It was hovering and flashing red, bluish white, very bright white. It also seemed to be changing shape. Then it slowly descended towards the south-southeast. I had just dropped off my co-worker at the bus stop on Jericho Turnpike at the Queens-Nassau County border. About five minutes after dropping him off, he texts me to look up in the southern sky. It was at the bank by then, and my line of sight of the object was obscured. Once I got to my apartment, about 10 minutes later, and this is so obvious they are texting and driving, isn't it? I parked my car and looked out into the southeast sky, and I saw it. I started taking photos and recording the object from the time my coworker first texted me to the time the object descended to the south southeast, approximately 15 to 20 minutes, it made no sound that I could tell. It was very bright. Because of the hovering shape and brightness of the object, I did not believe it was a plane or any other kind of conventional aircraft I've seen in the past. It was also very close to the JFK airport, which led me to believe it was not a drone due to the fact that it is illegal to fly drones near an airport. Yeah, nobody busts that one, huh? Also, the size and brightness and height also all made me believe it not to be a drone. It was truly, I was truly amazed. I'm sorry. <laughs> they didn't capitalize it. I was truly amazed during the time of the sighting. My co-worker and I both believe what we witnessed was, by all accounts, was unidentified aerial phenomenon. Phenomena. Boop, boop, ba, da, da. Okay. 
UFO sighting in Davenport, Florida. This occurred January 1st, 2018. Length of three football fields. Round object. Hold on. I've seen one that big before. My girlfriend and I were returning home from a friend a few blocks away. It was New Year's morning. We noticed it right away. And it was in the sky even after we returned home and looked out the back door to the yard. It was still there. Largest craft I'd ever seen, and I've seen a few. Did you take a picture? Okay, hold on. I'm going to click. They didn't say they took a picture, but maybe they just included it and figured, people will see I took a picture. Oh, look, there are photos lined up here. Okay. We're taking a dab. How big is this mother? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's Jen. <gasps> Whoa. Holy cannoli. You guys, this is here. This is here. This is here. Okay, I'm going to click on another picture. He's got like four or five on here. Oh, sometimes these. Oh. <gasps> I have goosebumps. This is a mothership. They have arrived. This is huge. Okay, so there are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's like eight lights, okay, that kind of illuminate the shape of this big saucer. This is no, wow. Oh, dude, you got it. Oh, I got goosebumps. That, that is cool. That is cool. I, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, I I don't think that was Photoshop, but you know, that's cool. Gotta check it out. UFO sighting in Mena, Arkansas. This occurred February 18th, 2017, near Mena, Arkansas. Three vertical beams of light appeared at night, about 300 feet tall. The following describes an initial light event witnessed on February 18, 2017, reported to MUFON by phone and was investigated by MUFON's special assignment team. Oh, special assignment. <laughs> Due to the fact that this location and board camp Crystal Mine near Mena, Arkansas, has been the site of ongoing phenomena and investigation since the February 18, 2017 MUFON investigation. This event was not publicly reported online until now. The reporting parties are the property's owner and or witnesses of the numerous ongoing events at this active location. Well, this is pretty cool. And are reporting for the benefit of public education and scientific research. Well, <laughs> I am clapping for that one. In recognition of the one-year anniversary of this event, which was featured in the October 2017 issue of the MUFON Journal, as well as featured on Expedition Unknown. Hunt for Extraterrestrials, Episode 4 on Travel Channel. The witnesses and property owners of the location are officially publicly reporting this sighting as follows. On the night of February 18, 2017, at the property known as Board Camp Crystal Mine near Mena, Arkansas, the three eyewitnesses, two of them being the property owners, were standing on a hill gazing out over the Crystal Mine property. About 10 p.m., about 900 feet south of where the witnesses were standing, the witnesses saw a glow of white light appear at the treetops of the horizon, silhouetting the treetops from behind. Three large white vertical beams of light appeared out of the glow, seeming to be 30 feet wide and seeming to shoot up to about 300 feet high above the ground. The beams were described as being flat across the top, 
and appeared for a duration of about 10 seconds, then disappeared, and the glow receded back into darkness. There appeared to be no lights at ground level and no sound of a vehicle or animals. The witnesses were astonished by the sighting, thinking it was man-made, but not understanding how it could be, as it would be difficult for a vehicle hauling three large spotlights to enter the fenced rural 40-acre property without being noticed. Although a small airport is located about eight miles west of the location, directly south of the event site, there is nothing but undeveloped land, no roads, etc. The next morning, thinking they might find evidence of a human visit, such as footprints or tire tracks, the three witnesses visited the crystal mine pit where the sighting occurred. To the witnesses' surprise, there was no evidence of human visitation. But all metal objects such as fence posts and tools were noticed to be affected, characterized by movement of the objects from their previous positions. Oh. MUFON was contacted by a third party and the witnesses were phoned by Arkansas State Investigator Race Hobbs. Because of the credibility of the witnesses and the strong physical evidence left behind after the light event occurred, MUFON sent the SAT to investigate. Okay. Led by Chase Klotsky, Race Hobbs accompanied the SAT during the SAT's examination of the metal objects with various devices recording readings for radiation and electromagnetism. It was confirmed that the metal objects at the site were not only magnetized but also polarized and electromagnetism and radiation levels were increased. Soil and rock samples were obtained and all information was forwarded to various labs for professional analysis. MUFON has since issued a full investigative report. Well, wow, that is pretty darn fantastic, isn't it? I like to hear that. I like to hear that, you know, this was <laughs> verified officially because a lot of people need to have that scientific data and that scientific proof to show these things are occurring. So there you have it. Science. Hmm. Okay, the next UFO sighting occurred in Alberta. This happened March 9th, 2017. Two lights flying past plane I was on. Oh, I was traveling back to Calgary from visiting my sister in Winnipeg on a WestJet flight at 40,000 feet. I glanced for a second outside and seen two white kind of teardrop things flying off in the distance. I had my iPhone in hand and quickly took one pic before the two objects were gone. They were white in color with no exhaust trails, which made them look real bizarre. I knew it had to be UFOs. Sightings maybe lasted seven seconds. It was incredible. All right, we're clicking. I'm clicking on these today. This is fun. I like this. Let's hope the photos are there. They said there's a photo. There is a photo. Okay, let's click. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. It's taking a minute. Okay, okay. I'm looking. Oh! Oh! Oh, wow. Two side-by-side -side teardrop white objects flying parallel to each other. Pretty darn good. Unless those are torpedoes heading to, I don't know, North Korea? 
that um that's pretty incredible pretty cool you guys ooh, we got some good pictures today loving it okay next UFO sighting in Oslo Oslo they say Oslo Oslo I'm not kidding look just like Andre old dumbbell lightning the middle huh it looked like Andre old dumbbell from 1900s made a drawing of the object it was hovering and was flying very, very slow for five minutes and poof, gone. That, that is the report. That's, that's all they put. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, the next UFO sighting occurred in Oakland, California. This happened on January 17, 2018. Moorish alien or Pleiades entity speaks English and is attached to my body aura. It won't go away. Uh, uh. Do we go there? I don't know. I think we skip. The next UFO sighting occurred in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. This occurred May 31st, 2017. I, I seen three separate lights. One lit up at a time in an even circle motion like it was going around. A friend and I had seen three separate lights. One light up at a time like it was going around a saucer shaped craft. And it was very close to us. And when me and my friend walked closer to where we seen it, I felt weird like I was in a time warp. But I don't think I missed any time. But I think it was weird. My friend was nowhere to be seen. And I yelled, where are you? He didn't answer. And I felt a feeling I can't really explain. Then he appeared out of, from behind a house where, where I am. But where the UFO or lights were, it's a field. It's an Amish live-in, and I have a farm. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say. It's very, very chopped up. It sounds like the friend got taken. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. UFO sighting in Liverpool. This occurred. Ooh, it was a UFO blast from the past. November 18th, 1996. A very long black cylinder shape. I just moved into my house a week previous to my seeing this object with my newborn baby. I went outside at around 23 to and a half hours for, <laughs> I don't know what how they put this, how they write that, for a cigarette. <laughs> it was a chilly November night. The sky was clear. I could see some stars and airplane lights high up in the heavens. I was wondering where they were flying to. Then to the left of where I was standing, looking up, I saw this huge, long, black cylinder-shaped object. It was that long, I could not see where it ended. Are you kidding me? Imagine seeing that, guys. Imagine seeing that. <laughs> I remember how weird there was no noise, nor no lights coming from it. It slowly flew overhead. I honestly crapped myself. They used the bad word. I didn't want to use it. I couldn't get my backyard door or gate open because my door had swelled up with the dampness. And I just watched it until it went out of sight. I have never told anyone this because I didn't want to be ridiculed by family or friends. And I was not a believer. I needed to see to believe. I've seen and I believe now, 100%. I still think about it, about that night, almost 22 years ago. 
I will never forget it as long as I live. It made me feel excited at what I just witnessed and a little bit scared too. I know now we are not alone in this universe. Wow. That's, uh, see how that changes a person's whole perspective? I, I just find that fascinating how, you know, when you are bumped into that other reality of things that go bump in the night or whatever else, it's really hard to go back into the closet. It really is. It really is. Those eyes are open. All right. Moving on to a paranormal point of a story because we dig the paranormal too, don't we? This story is called Creature on a Hike. This person is sharing their personal story. After sharing my story about the lake creature, I guess they must have put another story up on this site, I have decided to share my other paranormal experience that had happened in late spring of 2015. I was on a hiking trip with my brother, and by this time, the whole lake creature thing was behind me, and it was only a distant memory. Wow, I wonder what that one was. So me and my brother were planning to hike a mountain where there were little to no animals, and the weather there was pretty calm. Anyways, me and my brother planned to arrive at the mountain on the first day and then camp there for two days. It was a 10-mile hike, but we were prepared for it since me and my brother loved the outdoors. Once we were a mile or so away from the mountain, we noticed this horrible smell in the air like a raccoon or a deer had died or something. The smell went away a few moments later when we continued on our hike towards the mountain. It was already late evening, so once we arrived at the base of the mountain, we set up camp. We started a fire and explored the area around our campsite to keep ourselves occupied, even though it was nighttime. We had some really good flashlights. We were able to see a couple of silver-haired bats and a white-tailed deer. Once we got back, we just started talking while sitting around the fire. During a brief moment when none of us were talking, I heard some leaves crunch. Thinking there might be some deer or raccoons trying to get into our trash, I quickly shone my flashlight in the direction I heard the crunch and saw nothing. I just brushed it off, thinking it might have just heard a pine cone fall from a tree. It was close to 12 in the morning once we decided to head into our tents. Me and my brother both had our individual tent. Anyways, I usually have a hard time falling asleep on camping trips. Yeah, me too, because um, things might eat you. Mm -hmm. So it usually takes me a long time to fall asleep. Right when I was about to fall asleep, I heard the crunch again. But this time, it was closer. The crunching sounded a bit distant away at first, but they kept on getting closer and closer. Then it hit me. The crunches that I was hearing had the same rhythm as someone walking. At first, I had thought it was my brother going to take a leak, but I listened, and I heard him snoring in his tent. Oh, he could fall asleep, huh? Not trying to make any noise in my sleeping bag, I continued to hear the steps getting louder and louder and more closer to our campsite. Then, right when the steps got right outside my tent, they stopped. I quickly got my folding knife ready, praying the thing wouldn't intrude in my tent. Once I heard the first sound of my zipper moving, oh heck no, 
I lunge forward at the thing. I don't know if I hit it or not, and I didn't exactly see what the thing looked like. But a few seconds later, it let out this horrible noise that sounded like a cross between a scream and a howl. Ooh, what does that sound like? Oh, I don't know what it is. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I attempted that. My apologies. It woke my brother up, and before my brother made it out of his tent, it was gone. What the heck was that man, my brother said. It tried to get into my tent, dude. We have to leave now, I responded. Then it hit me. It was a couple-hour hike from where we set up camp. We need to run and get the hell out of here, I said to my brother. The only things we left with were our flashlights and wallets. <laughs> we didn't bother to get anything else, but once we were already heading down the way we came, we had forgot to get protection. Our knives. We can't go back. That thing will be there, I said. We need protection, man, my brother responded. He went back to the campsite while I waited on the trail. Oh, heck, that, that wasn't nice. A few moments went by, and I was getting worried. So I went back to camp to get him. I was 100 feet away from our campsite when I saw a figure going through my tent. I quickly assumed it was my brother getting some extra stuff, and I was about to call out to him when I was pulled aside into a bush and my mouth was covered by a hand. It was my brother. His face was completely pale. We need to get the heck out of here, my brother said. The 10-mile trek back to camp would have taken us at least two hours. I'd say we did it in about 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes! And during that time, we kept on hearing the howl a couple hundred feet behind us. <laughs> but that was good inspiration. Once we got back to the car, my brother floored it. And we were home in no time flat. Me and my brother never talked about that camping trip. And we never went camping after that. <laughs> it always puts me into a mood whenever I think that what could have happened if I was still asleep when the thing tried to get into my tent. Missing 411, anybody? Mm -hmm. huh? You guys know what that is. Bigfoot kidnapping people. Wow. Sounds like, smells like, Bigfoot was making his way into their lives. That sounded horrifying. I have heard of these stories where people like, once you meet something like that in the woods, you do not want to go back into the woods. People who live out there never would go out at nighttime after they've seen something like that on their land. I mean, who changes your world. Everybody changes your world. Well, I have to say, thank you so much for listening to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis. And be sure to check out UFOHeadlineNews.com every single day. And also tune into my other two weekly shows, The Outlander on Fridays, The Kevin Cook Show I co-host every Tuesday. Both shows are at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And see my paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders, at TheOutlandersComic.com. And remember, if you've experienced something out of the ordinary and want some level-headed advice, or if you've seen a UFO and want to share, be sure to write me at uhn 
at InceptionRadioNetwork.com. Remember always to keep an open mind so you can stay informed and inspired.